Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for giving it to me. You are now giving glory, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Uh, welcome, family, to our Wednesday evening prayer. Um, uh, it's a beautiful day. It's a wonderful day. It's the day that the Lord has made for us. And um, I just want to let you know that uh, Pastor Zueli is doing so, so, so much better. We're looking forward to having him home very soon. And um, he started his physio as well, and he's eating well. So we just want to give God all the honor and all the glory for what he's doing in Pastor Zueli's life. And us as a family, we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all the prayers, all the support, all the love that all of you have been giving us. So we give God all the glory. And as we start, let's open up in prayer. My Father, my God, Lord God Almighty, this is the day that you have made, my Father, my God. And this is the day for the God where we will celebrate you for the God. We celebrate who you are for the God in our lives, my Father. We celebrate for the God who we are in you, for the God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God Almighty, as we begin, for the God, your word, for the God, speak through my vocal cords, my Father, my God. None of me, for the God, but all of you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let someone, someone out there, for the God, be encouraged, my Father, my God. Father, let someone out there, for the God, he Hear your word, Father God, and stand up from that bed, Father God, knowing the greatness that you have put within us, my Father, my God. Lord God Almighty, I thank you also that as it is Women's Month, my Father, my God, we celebrate all the women, Father God, all the women for all that you have put inside of them, Father God. You have put something unique in us as women, my Father, my God, to be able to stand, Father God, that no matter what we stand, Lord, I thank you and I give you honor and I give you glory, Father Father God, as we go into our prayer session tonight, I thank you, my Father, my God. Speak through my vocal cords, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Our title uh, for this prayer tonight is pressing on towards the goal. We press on. We never give up. We press on towards the goal. And um, oftentimes, a greatness is understood by what we go through. It's oftentimes that we understood that greatness is what we go through that's make people's life great. Some people view greatness based on their exposure. Lots of times a vision has to do with our perception of what greatness really is. What is important for us to understand is whatever season, whatever season God is moving us into, it is so important not to bring, not to bring your past into your new season. You can't bring old wine into a new wine scheme. So it is so important for us in this season, in this season, with all the pandemic and everything and so many deaths and so many things going around us, not to carry what is in the past and bring it into the new season where God wants to take us to another season, another level. So it is so critical that we don't bring the past into our new season. It is critical right now that you deal with the pain and the issues of the past so that you do not taint your new season that God wants to move us into. The Bible says in Philippians 13, verse 
sorry, Philippians 3, verse 13 to 14. Philippians 3, verse 13 to 14, the Bible says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. I count not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, this one thing that I do, this one thing that I do, forgetting those things which were behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before me. So I press on. Verse 14 says, I press towards the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So I press on, I press towards the goal. I press on, I press towards the goal. I press towards what God has in store for us. So I press on, amen. Uh, Paul is saying that he recognizes that we had a past, but we don't want, he doesn't want us to allow what has happened to us to influence our present. What has happened to us must not influence our present. What has happened in the past, it doesn't matter what it is, whether good or bad, whatever it is must not influence where God wants to take you, where God wants to take me, where God wants to take our children, where God wants to take our families, where God wants to take us, even as a church, we cannot bring the past into our now. God also doesn't want us to have amnesia and act like it never happened. We can't, we can't just pretend things never happened in the past, but he wants you to recognize that you must properly deal with those issues of the past so that they don't paralyze you. They don't paralyze the promises that God has over your life, over my life. Yes, things happen, good things, bad things happen in the past, but we can't let those things come into our now because they will make us stagnant. They will make us sit because now we're going to start meditating on the things instead of meditating on the word of God. And God's word and promises are yes and amen. Say this with me. My father, my God, I reach towards to those things, to those things which, are which are ahead of me. And I press towards, I press towards the, goals the goals that you have set before me. You have set before me. Amen. Amen. What is the goal? It is this thing that God has promised you and me. This thing, this thing that God, that God has put ahead of you. It is something that God wants to do in your life. This is, this is something that God wants us to, how can I even say it? He wants to manifest his greatness, his power in you. He wants to manifest himself in you. Between you and the goal, there's always going to be resistance. I'm going to say that again. Between you and where you are going, there's always going to be resistance. As long as the goal is of God, and the devil will cause resistance between you and the goal. Rather than getting upset because of the resistance, you should thank God for the resistance because the resistance could not come if the goal was not of God. Therefore, Paul says, what I want you to do is to press 
towards the goal. Press, press is where we get the word pressure. So we pressure, we put pressure to where we are going. We don't give up. We put pressure towards where we are going, which means the resistance is the pressure aimed at resisting, at resisting you and preventing you from getting to your goal. But we will get to our goal. We will get to where God wants us to be. The Bible says in Isaiah 42, verse 9, behold, behold, the former things are the former things are, are coming to the sorry. Behold, the former things are come to pass, and new things do I declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. So God tells us of the new things that He has for us. God says there are some amazing things that are getting ready to happen in your life, but he also needs us to properly deal with those things that are in our past. Get ready, get ready, get ready, because God is going to tell you things before they happen. And God always does. If you are in the spirit and always connected to God, God will always reveal deep and hidden things to you. Whether through a dream, whether through a, a, a person prophesying to you, but God will always, always reveal things to you before they happen. He is going to tell you what is getting, what he's getting ready to do in your life. Our God is a faithful God. Say this with me and declare this with me. My Father, my God, I have to be ready to move forward into my new season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 29 verse, 11, verse uh, 11 to 12 says, for I know the plans I have for you. God says he knows. He knows. Say this with me. God knows the plans he has for me. God knows the plans he has for me. And he says, uh, uh, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Then in verse 12, he says, then you will call upon me. You will call upon me. You will call me. You will call me and pray to me. You're not going to pray to anybody else. You're going to pray to me, says the Lord God Almighty. And I will listen to you. I will listen to you. So God says that on that day, I know the plans I have for you. I know them, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you and to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. That's what our God is saying. He's going to listen to us. We don't know what God always has for our lives, but what we do know is that God is actively engaging in our lives. God is always engaging in our lives. His promises are yes and amen. And that's it, full stop. His God's promises are yes and amen. And they can still emerge in our weakest point. No matter how weak you are, God will always, always, always come through for you. Always. He is at work in our lives to usher us into our greatest season. Yes, there's the pandemic, but God has better plans for us. He says, I, I know the plans I have for you. So if we are connected to God, God knows we will be like like trees planted planted by the river that no matter what comes no matter uh, hail comes no matter sun comes we will never be scorched 
we will still bear fruit in our season. Say this with me, my father, my God, it doesn't matter where we are emotionally or spiritually, we know that you love us and your plans for our lives is still in motion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we go to Ruth now? Uh, as it is Women's Month, I also want to take some prayer points from Ruth. Uh, she's an amazing woman. And uh, if we can read from Ruth 1, from verse 12 to 18. But we know the story. Uh, uh, Naomi has two She has um, Ruth and she has uh, um, Oprah. And uh, we know that both of them lost their husbands. And uh, Naomi now wants to move from Moab and go back to Bethlehem because the, the, there's now this, the famine in Bethlehem is now ceasing. And the Bible says there is now bread in Bethlehem. But let's read what the Bible says from verse 12. It says, turn back, my daughters, go, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, if I should have a husband tonight and she's also best sons. Verse 13 says, could you wait for them till they were gone? Could you restrain yourself from having husbands? No, my daughters, for it grieves me very much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. Verse 14 says, then they lifted up their voices and wept again. And Oprah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. Ruth clung to the character that Ruth has. That's what I want us to focus tonight. Her character, her integrity, her faithfulness to her mother-in-law. It says Ruth clung to her mother-in-law. Verse 15 says, and she said, look, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. Verse 16 says, but Ruth said, entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And whatever you, wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And where will, where will I be buried? The Lord do so to me and more so also if anyone, if anything, but death puts you and me. Verse 18 says, when she saw that she was so determined, you see her determination, when Naomi saw that she was so determined to go with her, she stopped speaking to her. She stopped. She didn't now argue with her to say, please go back. She stopped. And verse 19 says, now the two of them went until they came to Bethlehem. And it happened when they had come to Bethlehem that all the city was excited because of them. And the women said, is this Naomi? And the story goes on, but I want to focus on Ruth. Ruth is a widow. She has a mother-in-law, Naomi, and a sister-in-law, Oprah. And you know the story. They live in Moab where they worship idol worship. They are idol worshipers. Then word comes that there is bread in Bethlehem. The famine is coming to an end. Naomi takes 
start to take off on her journey and says to her daughters, we have to go to Bethlehem because Naomi worships the God of Israel. She worships the true living God. But in Moab, uh, Oprah and um, Ruth were worshiping idols. The Bible says here, um, in her departure moment, uh, Naomi decides and she feels it in her spirit that the two girls must go back. They must go back because she cannot have a son again for her children, for her daughters. And in that moment, there was a departure. Oprah goes back and Ruth goes with Naomi. What I want to say to you tonight is that our decisions can impact our destinies. Whatever we decide, whatever we, on any, anything, whatever we decide will impact our destiny. Ruth in her relationship with Naomi gives, gives us an insight of what God is saying to us. Ruth demonstrates strong character. She's a woman with strong character. Character is always revealed in decisions we make. Can you say that again? Character is always revealed in the decisions we make. The day Pastor Zueli fell ill, um, I didn't want to take Pastor Zueli to the hospital because I knew all the hospitals were full. But I had to make that one decision on that particular Saturday to say, the time has come, my husband, that you have to go to hospital. Even if he could not hear me at that point, but it was a decision that I had prayed and we had decided. I told the girls and I told my brother-in-law that it is time that my husband now goes to hospital. And it is a decision that we made as a family. And I thank God for the decision that we made. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So character is always revealed in the decisions we make. She lost a husband, yet she supports her mother-in-law. Wow. Wow. She should be mourning and crying, but she turns her back and she's supporting her mother-in-law. She remains faithful and does not leave her mother-in-law's side. Naomi worshiped the God of Israel the living God. And Ruth says, to, says, your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. Say this with me. My Father, my God, I worship you for who you are. We recognize the totality of who we are in you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. Because we are complete in God. We are complete in God. We are what we are because of the grace of God. God's breath is in our lives. God's grace is in our lives. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 says, But as it is written, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Verse 10 says, but God has revealed them to us through the spirit for the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Hallelujah. Ruth did not let her past hold her back. She didn't. 
You cannot allow what you have gone through to define you. Never allow what you've gone through to define you. You cannot allow the trauma to paralyze you from the promises that God has for you. I want you to declare this with me. I am not going to allow my past to hold me back to the prom- from the promises that God has for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are going to go through stuff, if you are going through stuff right now, if you are really going through stuff right now or you are sick lying in bed, I want to say this to you right now. Know God's promises for your life and your family. Know them. Know them. Know that there are over a thousand promises of God in the Bible. Know them. The word promise in the Bible stands at about 50 or more. God has promises for you and me. So you know God's promises. Pick yourself up. Pick yourself up and walk in the authority and the promises that God has for your life. Stand up from that bed and know that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Declare the word over you yourself. Declare the word. Declare it. Ruth is determined to go forward. God's promises won't find you where you are at, but God's promises always finds you where you are going. When God sees you moving, you will always, God will, you will always, God will, oh Jesus, you will always find God's promises where you are going. When you are stagnant, you will never find God's promises. Amen. God loves people who are moving. God loves people who are busy, who are working, working for the kingdom, working for their children, working for themselves. Say this with me. My father, my God, I am not swayed by the decisions of people and I will not go out of your will. I will put myself in position to receive what you have for me. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. What God had for Ruth was not in Moab. She could have stayed in Moab, but what God had for her was not in Moab. What God had for for Ruth was in Bethlehem, hallelujah. Ruth served Naomi with commitment, hallelujah. She gives us a perfect um, example of what it looks like to serve. She served her mother-in-law with all her heart. Her humility was authentic. Humility brings with its promotion and it increases. Oh, Jesus. It brings promotion and increase because if you, are, if you humble yourself in due season, God will exalt you. God will exalt you. You don't need people to exalt you. God will exalt you. If you humble yourself and you serve, the Bible says in Ruth 2, uh, verse 5, then Boaz said to his servant, who was in charge of the reapers? Whose who's young woman is that? So when, the, when she got to the field, when Ruth got to the field, listen to this, when Ruth got to the field, she didn't say, well, this is Ruth, you know, Ruth worked like everybody else. 
She worked, she cleaned the field. She worked on the field. So when you work hard, I was talking to my daughter that when you work hard, when you have character, when you have integrity, there's always people who are watching you. Always, always. People are always talking about you in boardrooms. People are always talking about you somewhere. When you work hard, when you are faithful, when you serve, when you have character, when you've got integrity, people are always watching you. Here is Ruth working so hard, taking up leftovers, but she didn't mind. She didn't mind her humility and humbleness. She just collected those leftovers because she knew I had a mother-in-law that I need to look after. Say this with me, my father, my God, when we are faithful over small things, you will bless us with bigger things in our lives, in our church, in our families, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. God will begin to move in your life on behalf when you just serve without being noticed. But you see, the problem with us human beings sometimes, we want to serve and we want people to notice us. But when you serve, when you serve in a church, when you serve, even serve your husband, serve your home, serve your family, you just serve without being noticed. But God notices you and God will increase you. God is the one who will take you to higher levels. Amen. As Ruth was working, as Ruth was uh, working in the field, who noticed her? Boyers notices her. God is setting a stage for you to receive your greatest blessing spiritually and materially in the name of Jesus. I'm declaring that over your life right now, that God is setting the stage for you to receive the greatest blessings spiritually and materially in your life. Boaz owns the field. He owns the field. He is wealthy. He is single. And what caught his attention was Ruth's integrity and her faithfulness and her character. God is about to change your status. Just as God changed the status of Ruth, God is about to change your status. Say this with me and declare it. God is about to change my status. Amen. Amen. When you are faithful and serving, God will bring promotion in your life. The woman who was a widow and decided to trust God and being faithful to her mother-in-law, serving her, worshiping the God that her mother-in-law was worshiping, God has elevated her and she is now the co-owner of the field with her husband. God not only gave her property, but God gave her a husband. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's because of your character and your faithfulness. God allowed her from picking up leftovers to being the owner of the property. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is faithful and God can do all things, all things. Our God is able. That is the kind of God we serve. Trust God with all your heart and see what God does for you. I just want us to uh, go through these scriptures as we pray them. 2 Thessalonians uh, 3 verse 2 says, And pray that we may be delivered 
from wicked and evil people for not everyone has faith not everyone has faith say this with me my father my god i declare that in this season deliver me and my family from wicked people i break every wicked assignment against my destiny against my life against my family against my church in the name of jesus in the name of jesus i pull down every evil altar speaking against my progress and the progress of my family let faith-filled people surround me surround my life surround my children in the name of jesus in the name of jesus hallelujah hallelujah 1 corinthians 16 verse 13 says be on guard stand firm in your faith be courageous and be strong say this with me my father my god in this season of women's month i pray and declare that you will give women us women the anointing to be on our guard over our families in prayer in the name of jesus you will give them you will give us the courage not to lose faith in challenging times but we will stand and decree your name and decree your word my father my god we decree that we will remain courageous and strong at all times in the name of jesus in the name of jesus hallelujah hallelujah timothy 6 verse 12 says fight the good fight of faith fight the good fight of faith take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of so many witnesses and then isaiah 43 verse 18 says remember he not the former things neither consider the things of old behold i will do a new thing now shall spring forth shall you not know it i will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert the, the prophet says do not be influenced by what has been around you or what is happening around you you are making a shift from what has been to what shall be say this with me my father my god in this season i am moving from where i am spiritually materially to where I, you want me to be in the name of jesus in the name of jesus i just want us now to just uh, pray pray for i want you to stand up from where you are and just intercede and pray i just want us to pray thank god for where you are thank god for your children thank god as women let us stand and intercede and pray right now pray even pray for pastor zueli right now and just thank god for the com complete restoration of his life because god has already healed him he is healed he is totally healed from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet we decree and declare he is completely healed in the name of jesus so we just want us as women right now in women's month to just pray 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 
I heard a sermon, um, it was a podcast, uh, where one lady in Durban was saying that as much as we are building walls around our city, but first let us build walls around our hearts, around us. So let us then build walls around us right now, around our families, around our children right now as we pray. In the name of Jesus, my Father, my God, as we stand here right now, Lord God Almighty, I thank you, my Father, my God, for each and every woman, Father God, for each and every person listening, Father God, to us right now, Father God. Father, wherever they are, my Father, Father, heal them, Father God. Let the angels of the living God encamp around them, my Father, my God. Lord God Almighty, I give you honor. I give you glory, Father God, for what you are doing right now, even over Pastor Zueli, Father God. I thank you for the complete healing i thank you my father my god that it is done it is done we celebrate with you father god we celebrate for it is done in the name of jesus my father my god i thank you my father my god for anyone father god laying in bed my father my god right now because of this virus father god i decree and i declare healing is yours right now stand up from that bed stand up you have the legal right to claim that healing Stand up from that bed right now and walk in the name of Jesus. Walk in the name of Jesus. My Father, my God, for every business that is going down, Father God, you, my Father, my God, just like what you did for Ruth, Father God, my Father, my God, uh, raise up those businesses, my Father, my God. Raise them up, my Father, my God, where people say there is no way, Father God, in you, my Father, there is a way, Lord God Almighty. So, Father, we thank you, Father God, that Father God, even as churches begin to, 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 as us going back to churches, Father God, Father, I thank you that your protection is there, Father God, that Father God, you will always, always look after us, Father God, no matter where we go, Father God, your protection, Father God, is around us. As our children go back to school, Father God, your protection is around our children, Father God, for you say, Father God, no weapon formed against us will prosper, Father God. So we stand and claim your word of our lives, of our marriages, of our businesses, of our families, of our church, Father God, over everything that we do, Father God, and we give you alone all the honor and all the glory, Father God. Father, we thank you. Thank you, my Father, my God. We thank you, Lord God Almighty. We thank you, Father, not for what you do, Father God, but for who you are. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. We worship you. We worship you, Father God. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. We give you honor. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, family. And um, we look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Uh, if you do come to church on Sunday, we really, really look forward to seeing you. Thank you so much.